You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Welcome into Rick and Travis Unsupervised, brought to you by Oneness Ministries, a grace-based, hope-filled, spirit-led counseling and life coaching ministry. To learn more, go online to oneness-ministries.org. Welcome, everybody. It's time for Rick and Travis. Unsupervised. I don't think I like that one. You don't like that one? Mm, it didn't feel, it didn't feel I right. I think that's what you did like three <clears throat> weeks ago. Dang as it. you were exploring yeah. the, how to like say it. your name on this. You want to do it again? I don't know what to do now. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll work out on the, we'll work it out on the next one. Okay. We'll just keep trying this. Okay. Oh. Agreed. Excuse me. I have to have a drink of water. I just bring a carbonated beverage. So then I have to turn around and belch all the time. Yeah. I had Sonic for, you know, that's, Sonic is probably one of the better hamburgers. Yeah. I really like Sonic burgers. They are pretty good. Yeah. Johnny's. Johnny's is good. Johnny's is, the ones I've had from Johnny's are just a little dry. Oh, they're all way overcooked. But I get the chili cheeseburger, so, I mean... I don't really, the patties kind Have of. Have you ever uh, been to Tucker's? Yeah, those are good. The onion burgers, yeah. If we're, uh, what's that place? The Fix. You been there? No. Here in Edmond? No. Dan, uh, Second Street. Over where the old, the old Del Rancho. Second and almost to Kelly. Uh, the Fix. Is it new? Is it pretty? Mm, it's no. been around a while. I don't, yeah, I'll look for it. A few years. They got a good, they've got a good burger. Well, I got to eat it with a knife and fork. But that's just because of my mop on my face. Travis, I don't know if you've seen our logo, but he's got the biggest beard. I have a beard. And the mustache is usually what gets in the way. Yeah. So I've got a knife and fork. It's a a full-grown mustache. It's a man stash. It it definitely gets in the way for things, but I, I, I like it. Yeah. It looks good on you. Just keep it parted. Yep. You ever have to wax it? Oh, yeah. Really? If it gets too, like, annoying. And, like, there's some stages. When it was growing in, I just had to because it would be all over my mouth. And Yeah. But now it's just when it's particularly, if there's something that's just particularly annoying about it. Yeah. Keep hitting the mic. Um, I'll put some wax in it just to keep it from... If it's tickling my nose or my lips, usually it stays off. Stays good. Yeah, it looks good. It's yeah. long. It's yeah. It's a long beard. It'll get in the way, but it's okay. There it is. So okay. today's topic. Today. I, I struggle with. Now I'm a counselor, and you're kind of an account. You're kind of a counselor. I'm just. I'm you're just, a disciple. You're a discipler. Sure. Thank yeah. you. Yep. Yeah. And um, and when I see guys in my office, they come in and they speak this church, churchese. Mm-hmm. You ever get that? The Christianese. The Christianese, yeah. yeah. And one of the yeah. things that, well, what's your what's your least favorite churchese phrase? My least favorite is the, well, and it goes with, I think because there was people who asked me, and it was at this last place, this place I, a nonprofit I happened to work, 
And they used to say a lot, like, just thank God in advance with me. That Or during prayer, be praying, like, God, we just thank you in advance for this or that or whatever. And stand with me in prayer and, and about that this or this or whatever. So it's it sounds yeah. like a kind of a, you're trying to manipulate it God. It doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. I don't like. No, it bothers me. And I'm not going to thank God in advance for anything. Oh, I thank him. That, yeah. Yeah. Why well, can you thank him in advance? No, I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know what he, because there's been so many times when I'm like, this is what I need right here. This is the answer to all my problems. And it turns out it, it absolutely was not. <laughs> and something better was. Yeah. Uh, there was a there was a guy who said this. He said this around the turn of the century. Um, what would a man, in the terms of transportation, what would he pray for? He would pray Maybe. for a faster horse, yeah, a stronger horse. He had no concept right. that Henry Ford was about to make an automobile. Mm-hmm. And then so, airplanes. Yeah. So we pray for something that yeah. and that is. Not what God's going to provide for us. Yeah. Thinking that this is going to solve, like you just said, this is going to solve our problems. Yeah. I usually end up this meeting I do every week with like, because I always have a cup of water in their little styrofoam cup. Um, and I will hold it up and be like, usually like I'm praying for to God for this. You know, if I thank God, this is what I want. This is what I need. This will solve everything this is the answer to all my whatever and god's like no because right over there i've got a river for you but i've got to work some things out first i got to move this around move that around and you're not ready yet and you know we don't know and it turns out just there's another answer and it's always better usually always always so yeah no i don't uh yeah I have I I have prayed this. Um, God, it's not fair that you're not allowing X. Hmm. It's not fair. And one day I heard God say, you know what would really not be fair? Is that if I give you something you're not ready for. Yeah, that's true. He said, that would be unfair. That is very true. The fairness part, and this is not any grand figuring out by me. A theological discovery. No, it just, the reality hit me like, I don't want what's fair from him because. Ooh, what would that be? (laughs) What's fair fair is me uh, probably being alone and just very unhappy and. Not sober. Right. Yeah, because I was not a, I didn't do anything to deserve anything I've got today. So, and from the actions on my part. For majority of my life, I don't want what's fair. So God doesn't give us what we deserve. Yeah. No, he does not. Thankfully. <laughs> Thankfully. Thankfully, he doesn't give us what we deserve. No. Not at all. So well, how, better. But I understand somebody says, stand with me in prayer. Okay, I will agree with you th- that... Um, you want X, Y, Z to happen. I will agree with that. I don't know if it'll happen or not. Right. Or it's maybe a solution to a specific, just praying. Yeah. Stand with me and 
prayer that we're we're praying for a solution yeah. for this, maybe. Yeah. Not a specific. My, my car is broken. I can't afford to fix it. Will you pray with me to, uh, for God to provide a way for this yeah. car to get fixed, or the resource? Yeah. See, I don't even people. If people ask, and it started with Candy and her cancer. Um, but people ask, like, will you pray for me? Well, the best thing I know for you by far is for God's will for you. Mm-hmm. And there's so many details. That I And I've got such a little picture of compared to him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I, I want to pray for God's will for you. Because um, in all aspects, that's good. That's good. So, I mean, now I will pray that, because I do know that uh, it talks about, I think Philippians, something when, you know, make your request made known to God. Or, yep. Um, so, and I get that, and I do say some specific things sometimes, but if I do, it's always ended up with, I mean, I want your will above all. So, and there's another part of that. Yes, we want his will and we want to be totally dependent on him mm-hmm. because everything I've tried to resolve mm-hmm. gets screwed up. There's a, there's a much more base word that fits <laughs> what I do to things when I try to fix it, but we'll go with, I screw it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so what God wants is yes, and I think that's. I think, I think to say what God's will for us is for us to be dependent on yeah. Him. Yeah, and I don't. I mean, there was a concept that I learned early on in my process of praying only for the knowledge of God's will for us and the power to carry that out. Um, and I used to be like, well. I mean, it doesn't say, I mean, yeah, we pray for other people and this sure. stuff. But for us, if it comes to praying for ourselves, it's praying only for the knowledge of what God's will for us and the power to carry that out. Right. Well, uh, that's, wasn't, that became real, completely real and understandable. And then just where I was like, absolutely. Um, with Candy's cancer and what that journey did for us and our relationship together and our relationship with God and our relationship with God together. Um, that was a shot in the arm of that. Like nothing would have been, nothing could have been. And the people that were doing a lot of the, I mean, I appreciate, I really do appreciate all of it, but the people that at the beginning were maybe saying, you know, we're praying for healing and all that. If God just would have healed her from the beginning, we would have missed out on so much growth. Oh, my gosh. A yes. ridiculous amount of oh growth. Oh, my gosh, yes. And people would say that, and I'd go, uh, I don't know about. I mean, there's a plan, and he did heal her. I mean, she's good now. Um, He just used medicine and surgery and other things. Um, But the growth we experienced um, the massive growth we experienced together 
and with God. I mean, all that area. It wouldn't have happened without, without let's, that. Let's go back. Let's let's go back two hundred years. Okay. And I'm there. <laughs> and I have a musket. And your wife gets cancer. Yeah. Um, it would take a miracle to heal her. Yeah. But what the doctors did today is still a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. That they have the skill and the understanding and the knowledge and the tools yeah. to pull off what would have been a total miracle 200 years ago. Yep. Yep. And we kind of lose sight of that, that modern medicine is a miracle. Yeah, absolutely. And there was miracle, I mean, small, oh, I can't say small miracles. That's bad. There was miracles in it also. Um, the way we found it, the, or the way, yeah, the way the cancer was found, the way, I mean, it shrunk in a non-typical way is what they said. So she could have, keep a very small portion of her stomach and, I mean, all these different, wow. different things. Wow, Um The thyroid in her neck blew up, I mean, in a day. And they said, oh, it doesn't do that. You just must not have noticed it. And we both, it was very noticeable. Uh, <clears throat> and it happened pretty quick. Yeah, in the yeah, throat. In the throat, yeah. They said, oh, it takes a long time for that to happen. You just must not have noticed it. And because of that is what got the process started. Um, and then she was losing blood, whatever. But that's what got the process started in to where they started looking at her and then trying to figure out more and more symptoms and then did the scoping and the scans and all that stuff. So, I mean, that and then the new medicine they used that they said that it didn't, it had a, a non-typical shrinkage to the tumor because they were going to have to take her whole stomach and lots of stuff. Oh, my gosh. Um, but the medicine they put on, they're like, oh, wow. I mean, it shrunk it enough to where they just took the majority of her stomach, but it stretches back out. Yep. So, I mean, there's a lot of things in that process. And through it all, like I said, just what God did in us, through us, and um, there was so much there. I mean, from the, I knew early on, um, when they told us, and then the doctor told us, and then left, and we both were crying, my first reaction, which is not me, I just went over and I, and just started praising God. And that's not that's not me. And I didn't I don't know where it came from. I don't know. I just started praising God and just thanking him. Um just for who he was and what he'd done. I was a year sober and we had a son who was not he was ten months old, um, our third kid. And I don't, I don't know where, I, but I knew, I was like, wow, where did that come from? And it was evident to me, like, that wasn't me. Mm -hmm. uh, and just the love of the family and through all that and people and friends. And it was just a big deal there from the beginning. Wow. So, and the doctor who told us, he was, he started tearing up. I mean, it was just weird. Like, in a, I mean, I, I felt comfortable with that. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like he was a human. He was connecting. Yeah. Probably not a healthy <laughs> attitude for a doctor to have just because <laughs> emotionally for him, but. Yeah. And I heard I shouldn't, I know, I was listening. We were waiting for, because they started, they did a scope and then a scan. And after the doctor did the scope, the nurses were all being a little nicer, looking back. And the doctor's like, we need to get you for a scan ASAP. And they hurried her to do scans. And then at the time, I didn't think much of it and didn't really think much of the nurses being super nice. But the doctor, and I mean, they kind of, I think they had bad, because he had gone in and taken a lot of biopsies. But then when we got the scan, and then we're in the hospital room, and I could hear outside something. So I go over the door, and I'm listening, and he's on the phone with a surgeon. But all I just hear him like, oh, it's really sad. Yeah, she's young and three kids. It's really sad. I'm glad that you're the surgeon on call. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I should not be listening to this. I just turn around, and Candy's like, is that him? I'm like, I don't know. I <laughs> In my head, I'm like, I hope he's talking about someone else. Yeah, uh, and he comes so. in. But from that point, I mean, it, things just were, things were okay. And it just got better and better. And it was, it was God's will. If what we wanted was him to heal her immediately. Mm-hmm. That's what people were praying for. But then I just, through his process and his way of healing, a hundred times better. Yeah. Yeah. The growth and the. And we can help others too, just from sharing that story. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to diminish what you just said because it's so powerful and so and so incredibly emotional. But we had a guy here who's in his sixties. He's probably sixty-two, sixty-three, and he caught COVID, Mm -hmm. and he has asthma and some other kind of breathing disorder. And within three or four days. He started developing pneumonia. Yeah. Because that's what usually kills people who get COVID is they develop pneumonia in their lungs feel. So he has pneumonia. They have him on oxygen. Um, And I think the the most they can give you is 14 liters of oxygen. And he was at 12. Oh, wow. And so people here and people in their church, we started praying for him. And... His doctor would come in in the morning and spend 15 minutes with him, praying for him. That's cool. It was really cool. And he, I, I, I interviewed him a couple of weeks ago, did a podcast with him. That's good. And he told about his experience, and he says, you know, I felt the prayers. I felt, yeah. I felt these people talking to God on my behalf. Yeah. And he said, I immediately started feeling better. Yeah. His oxygen level went down. And within, I don't know how many days, he was going home. Yeah. So There's definitely, the, there's definitely the, power in The that. power of prayer is real. It is. And on the other, But we weren't trying to manipulate him. Right. No, just. Yeah. Yeah. And there's definitely power in that. Absolutely. Undeniably. But what if, on the other hand, you're looking at, if God does want to take someone, it's hard for us to see here. But they are literally going to be with Jesus. They're going to be with Jesus. And it's going to be, I mean, just ridiculous unhappiness and love. Yeah, yeah. It is. So what if that's, how is it? Is it selfish at some point? 
and we don't want someone to die. And I get it. I mean, I don't know. It's totally selfish. It's totally about us they, not being right. About us not losing this beloved one. Yeah. Um, I don't want my I don't want my wife to die. No. I want to spend the rest of my life with her. But if God says, I'm bringing her home because I want her here. Okay. Yeah. And the true reality of that is yeah. it should be a celebration. It should be a celebration. That's exactly right. But that's hard to see from our side. It is. Wow, that got heavy fast. So if I come to your funeral in 20, 30 years, <laughs> 40 years, are they going to get mad at me if I'm a party no, hat? I will be mad if you don't. Yeah, Streamers? Be, yeah, streamers. <laughs> thank you, Travis. Thank you, Rick. And thank you for listening 